Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa, Story Time. Welcome to Story Time for January 26th. This goes back to when I was about 12, 13 years old. You know when you start to feel that you're really cool and you're really not? <laughs> yeah, Daryl. And we went to church camp together, and we, we always had a good time. And he was nuts. He was one of those guys that was nuts. His family was pretty well off. Like a lot of your friends were right, nuts. No, it, more nuts than me, Max. So just, and I'm not even kidding. Ooh. But his family was very well off, and they owned a couple thousand acres of this ranch up in the mountains. And we went to their cabin once. And the parents, my, they liked to, our, our parents liked to play bridge together. So they'd, when they'd get in a big bridge match, we knew we had at least an hour or two. You know, bridge is not one of those games that you could play in 15 minutes. You start playing bridge, the kids got time to go out and go run like crazy. So Chris goes, let's, let's go out to this area of the, the field. He said, there were some new horses born out there. There's wild horses. And maybe we could see some of the, the new little ponies. I'm like, yeah, of course. So we go out there. And I don't really think that we're going to see any. But we climb up a very steep hill, and there's a barbed wire fence. One of those, it looks like it was made by a real cowboy barbed wire fence. Not like one of the ones you see the t- today, but ones that look like it was strung with guys out there. And yeah, ch- I'm sure it was. A legitimate fence. And we're walking up this very steep hill, and we get to the crest of the hill, and sure enough, there's like four little ponies there. They're all together. There's no, there's no adult horses, and they don't seem to have any fear of us. And I, we go up there, and they let us come up to them. And I, I remember they had a bunch of burrs and, and uh, a bunch of things stuck in their fur in their mane, so they yeah. were they hadn't been brushed. They were they were wild horses, but they were letting us pet them on the nose. And I was thinking, this is one of the coolest things ever, you know, out here petting baby ponies out in the wild. And then Chris says, "Uh oh," and I'm like, "What? What? Uh oh?" He goes, "Uh oh, mama." <laughs> uh, a her, I don't know, if herd's the right term. A, a group of adult horses, wild horses. I'd say about fourteen comes over the, the, the hill, and I'm like, oh, there's the other horses. That's well, all I'm they're thinking. They're a little concerned about yeah. the babies, huh? And Chris, good friend that he is, I turn around, and he's running. Oh. Oh, what the hell? No. And then I turn back, and I, now I know why. Because Stampede. these horses do not like us petting their little baby horses. So I start running, too, and these horses are behind me, and you can't outrun a horse. You know, it's that, that's, that's the thing going through my mind. I might be yeah. running downhill, and I might be flying downhill, but I can't outrun these horses. No. I can't do it. So I, I, I weigh my options, trample to death, or dive through the barbed wire. <laughs> Max, this is I, I do believe God had to be on my side you on this. You took a good trample. I, I think God, no, I, God had <laughs> to be on my side because I dove and I went mostly exactly through the barbed wire except this, that, this half moon crescent yeah. that I cut my hand and it caught onto my jacket and, and completely shredded my jacket. Oh, but I didn't care. I didn't care because than your arm. I was alive. Yeah. And somehow Chris had out. He's on the bottom of the mountain already. And they gave up. They gave up after about a quarter mile. But that's a long way to think that you're going to die. <laughs> so I got this big cut and my jacket's completely shredded. And it was one of those moments, you know, when you send your kids off and they come back and they're just, they look like they've been hit by a car. That's, I could see my mom and dad's face when we walked in. They're all playing bridge. I come in bleeding from this horrible gash on my hand, a jacket all shredded. So, after that, they, they didn't let us go out so much. But I, I'm proud of this scar. And it's, it's kind of a cool story. There's some scars I'm not that proud of. You know what I mean? What, how'd you get that? <laughs> you don't, don't want to know. You don't want to know. I how was it. mostly scarred by ex-wives. That's, and you can't see those. <laughs> no. Because 
they usually take place where your heart used to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Now, here's, here's what Max was talking about. I think I know because I've, I've been through one of these. They don't break your heart. They, they rip it out by the roots. And sh- and they, and they stuff some, some rock salt in there. Yeah. Then they step on the hole where the rock salt is and yeah. cram it in there. Yeah. And, and then they get in the brand new car that you just bought and they drive away with your soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it usually works. And they don't even take the payment book with they them. They 